Matthew 4. It's got four verses of Scripture, and I'll let you be seated today. Matthew chapter 4. Pretty familiar. Jesus in the wilderness. says, I'll just start reading in verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. If I had not eaten for 40 days and 40 nights, I would be and hungered as well. Some of us struggle with 40 minutes. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If you're the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. That's what I want us to look at right here. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And I'm going to talk to us for just a few minutes today with the help of the Lord. And I know the Lord is with me today. And I feel the angel of the Lord with me today. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I feel my help. We're going to talk about the Word of God for a few minutes today. The Word of God. Can you lift your hands and pray with me one more time? Lord, I feel your presence so strongly in this place today. Lord, I'm your vessel. Mm, Lord, but I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost is upon me right now to preach your Word. Help me to preach with love. Help me to preach with wisdom. Lord, but help me to preach with power and authority from the Holy Ghost today. Lord, and I believe as your word goes forth that chains are going to break off of hearts, souls, minds, bodies, and spirits. I believe as your word goes forth that lives are going to change. That depression is going to flee. That addiction is going to be broken. That faith is going to rise. In the name of Jesus. Somebody said in the name of Jesus. Now clap your hands one more time today as you're seated. Thank you, Jesus. The Word of God. It has been said that a man is only as good as his word. Sadly, many times a person's word is no good. A person's word is only as good as the actions that follow. And there are power in words. There's power in speaking things. There's power in saying things. But there's power already going to a light switch. You got to turn it on. And so a person's word is only as good as the actions that follow the word. They say, don't make promises that you don't intend to keep. Anybody ever heard that? And I agree. Don't make promises you don't intend to keep. That's lying. But unfortunately, it is often the case that 
Someone had every intention of keeping a promise, keeping their word, and they were simply unable to. That's never a good feeling. It's never a good feeling to to wholeheartedly intend to keep your word and you find that you're unable to uh, deliver on what you promised. It's not a good feeling to not be able to keep your word. And that happens sometimes. But what about God's word? What about the words that God speaks? Why do we believe the things that God says? We have never seen God. I've never seen the wind. But I see the effects of the wind. Someone said. And guess what? I feel the wind when it moves. When the wind blows, I can feel it on my body. I can see what it's doing around me. I think there's a reason why when the Holy Ghost was poured out, it was described as a rushing mighty wind. I don't believe what they felt was a natural wind sweeping through that room. But how many know that just like today, when we start to worship and lift up the name of Jesus and stand in the gap and pray and intercede and lift our voice, and when we come together in His name, everybody all at once, not everybody responds, but everybody all at once starts to feel something. Something in the room changes. And you can feel it all over you. And you know that this is not just emotion. Something is stirring in this room. And that's what it was talking about when it said like a rushing mighty wind. Because when the Spirit starts moving, I can't see the Spirit of God, but I can feel it all over me. And I can see what it's doing around me. And I can see people getting healed. And I can see people getting touched. And I can see lives being changed. And so I see the effects of what's going on. I can't see the air that I breathe. But I know that it's keeping me alive. I know that I'm going to breathe in and breathe out. I can't see sound, but I I know words and music. It, It stirs feelings inside of me when I hear it. Right? And so, I believe the Word of God because I know what I feel and what I experience lines up with what He said. We walk by faith and not by sight. I don't have to see it first to believe it. I see it because I believe it. It takes faith first. It takes belief first. And I believe the Word of God. And so I can recognize when I start to see the Word of God happening around me. Amen? I've never seen God, but I believe His Word. That's why people call us foolish. That's why people make fun. Although, you know, people believe all kinds of things that there's no backing for. There's not even science for. There's made up science for it. 
People believe all kinds of things today that I think takes way more uh, faith to believe than it does to believe the Word of God. The thing is, nobody can tell me that I haven't experienced what I've experienced. And when you've experienced God, nobody can tell you what you feel is fake. What you feel is not real. Because I have encountered God. Can I get an amen from somebody? I believe the Word of God because I have experienced the Word of God in my life. We've got to be people of the Word. 1 Peter 1 and 23 tells us that we are born again not by corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The Word is alive and the Word's always going to be here. The Word's always going to stand. Amen? In our opening text, we read that Jesus, uh, we, we read what Jesus said. He said, man, we'll live by bread alone, but by every word. It comes out of the mouth of God. Well, Jesus was just quoting his own word from Deuteronomy that says that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. He said, it is written. This is the word. This is my word. <laughs> and it's written that man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by what he can gain in the natural, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord shall a man live. If we're going to be the people of God, how many want to be the people of God? I want to be the church. I want to be the people of God. Amen? If we're going to be the people of God, then we have got to be people of the Word. Because you cannot separate God and His Word. Come on, somebody. You cannot separate God and His Word. But in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Come on. His Word was from the beginning. And it said the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh. Can somebody tell me His name? Jesus came in the flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. And you know what Jesus said? Behold, I am with you always. Can I tell somebody that the word is always with you? No matter the circumstance, no matter where you're at, no matter what situation you're in, the word is with you always. If you'll just remember, if you'll just remember, I've got the word of God on my side. I've got this two-edged sword in my hand. Jesus said, I'm with you always. And so the word is going to abide with me always. Mm. Listen, God cannot fail. And his word cannot fail. I'm trying to get somebody persuaded about the word of God today. How many believe that God cannot fail? How many would say, I, I, I truly, I believe that. I believe that God cannot fail because He's God. He's God. Of course He can't fail. Well, then you've got to know 
and be persuaded that His Word cannot fail. And His Word will not fail. If we'll start realizing that He is a God of His Word. If we'll start realizing that you can't separate God and His Word. Mm. Isaiah 55, 11, He says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. The Word of God cannot fail, somebody. We have got to have a shift in our thinking today. And this is my mission from the Lord today. We have got to get a shift in our thinking that I don't just, of course, I believe God can't fail, but I believe His Word can't fail. I believe God is faithful, but I believe His Word is faithful. I believe that God can work. Well, I believe His Word works because there's something about the living Word of God that abides forever. It's impossible for God to lie. God cannot lie. Numbers 23 and 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. In tongues and interpretation today, the Lord said, I am not a man that I should lie. He was quoting his own word that we can read right here. Neither the Son of Man that he should repent. He hath said, and shall he not do it? Or he has, he has spoken, shall he not make it good? It is impossible for God to lie. Pastor said it this morning, he's bound by his word. But do you know why that is? Because he speaks things into existence. It's impossible for God to lie because He speaks things into existence. I know there's power in our words, but I'm so glad that some of the things that I have said didn't immediately materialize. But see, when God speaks, when it exits His mouth, it enters existence. That's why God can't lie. Because if he says the sky is purple today, the sky is purple today. If he speaks it, it tears through that veil and enters the physical realm. If he speaks that it's going to happen, it's going to happen. My words shall not return unto me void. It shall do that which I please. It will prosper in that whereto I send it. Come on, somebody. Does anybody believe that God cannot lie and He cannot fail? Because when He speaks, it happens. When He speaks, it becomes reality. Uh, you don't believe it? You don't believe it? If you believed it, you'd clap a little louder than that. I believe that when God says it, let there be light, and there was light. Peace be still. Come on, somebody. Oh, even the wind and the waves obeying. At his word, the waves ceased. At his word, peace entered the scene. In the Old Testament, a virgin shall conceive. 
in the New Testament. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Just a little while longer, he, st- he was on that cross and said, it is finished. Sin was conquered. Death, hell, and the grave was conquered. Because when he spoke it... Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, and it pierces, it, it pierces even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, and even uh, 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 to the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. You know what that's telling us? That the word of God affects you spiritually. It affects you physically. It affects you mentally. The Word of God covers every part of you. The Word of God affects every part of you. Every, every last microscopic atom that makes you up, the Word of God affects it. Matthew 24 and 35, the Lord said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Proverbs 30 and 5, every word of God is pure, and he's a shield to them that put their trust in him. Does anybody trust in the word of God? Psalm 119, 105 says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let me tell you something about that. It's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Sometimes when I'm walking this walk, that word is just a lamp to my feet so that I can see just the next step. Sometimes it's a light to my path and I can see ahead of me. But either way, later on in that chapter, it says the entrance of thy word bringeth light. The word of God is going to light your path. I can keep walking because I have the word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. When I can't see anything else, I can at least see the next step in front of me. But sometimes I can see the path ahead of me, but it's all because of the word of God. That's what it says. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It didn't name anything else. Thy word is a light unto my path. We walk by the word. We got to be people of the word. Isaiah 40 and 8, the grass will wither, the flower fadeth, but the word of God shall stand forever. Colossians 3, 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. John 6 and 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Mm. I don't know if you believe it. I don't know if you believe what I'm saying about the Word of God. Does anybody believe the Word of God? Does anybody believe that... Come on, Mary, when the angel said you're going to bring forth a son and call his name Jesus and and he'll save his people from their sins, Mary said, be it unto me according to thy word. That's the kind of faith in the word that she had. When all these people left Jesus... And Jesus said, are y'all going to leave me too? Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where else would I go? You've got the words. It's by your word that we'll have eternal life. That centurion had a sick servant. And Jesus was on the way to his house. He said, no, Lord. You don't even have to step foot in my house. Just speak the word. Just speak. That centurion had enough faith to say, if you'll just speak the word, my, my servant shall be healed. 
I wish that there was somebody that had that kind of faith. Because you know what? Everywhere else Jesus went, he didn't find that kind of faith. He even said it. He said, I have not found so great faith in all of Israel. He said, nobody else has had faith enough to say if you'll just speak the word. We try and reason with the word. I, I, I try and figure out sometimes what, what the disconnect is with people sometimes. Because I believe in God. I believe that God is real. I, I even believe that, I, that I'll feel the presence of God when I'm at church or, or if I pray, or lift my hands. When I hear that favorite worship song, I'm going to feel the, the chills on my arms. But do I believe that the Word of God works? I say this a lot of times, but I think... Sometimes that our, our, our mind has been numbed too much by science fiction, by, by the, the, the force and superpowers and Harry Potter and these, these things that are, uh, you know, these things in pop culture that it's, it's uh, supernatural or superpowered or you got to say these magic words and, and this will happen. And that's, that's not reality. That's not reality. The Word of God is real. The Word of God is alive. That's why when I read something one day, it might help me in this situation, and I read it again a few weeks later, and it helps me in this situation because it's alive. The Word of God speaks to me because this is not just literature. This is not just a history book, but these words, they jump off the page because the Word of God liveth and abideth forever, it says. Come on, can somebody testify? Can somebody testify? You know what? That's why you need to read your Bible. People don't have enough Word in their life. A lot of times we're saying, Lord, give me a Word. Lord, let me get a word today. Lord, it's almost time for Brother Green to be here. Let me get a word. Lord, let him read my mail. Maybe not this out loud, but all the other stuff. And we say, God, I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. Lord, I need you to do something to, to help me. But the entrance of His Word giveth light. His Word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Sometimes we need to crack open this book. Sometimes we need to peel them pages apart and get in the Word and let the Word speak to us. I'm trying to... I don't want to just jump all over the place today. I want to stay on the purpose that God has for us today, but I want to say, let me, let me get down right here for a second and say that people just don't live by every word anymore. You know, there are people that they say, well, we, you know, I, I don't live by every word because some of that stuff in the Old Testament, I'm, uh, you know, we don't stone people for sinning. 
Well, that's if you read the Word, you know that we don't have to stone people anymore. <laughs> if you read the Word, you know that we don't make animal sacrifices anymore. And People have the most ignorant arguments about the Word of God. Well, I can't be a Christian because that means I've got I've to kill people that are my enemies. And I've got to slay people that don't serve the Lord. And I've got to sacrifice animals. And we've got to stone people. And we, well, that shows you right there that they, they haven't actually read the Word of God because they know about this new covenant. They know what Jesus did. They know about where we are today and, and the, the life that we live in this new covenant. And they know that we don't do those things anymore. But the, even people that know that, there's a disconnect somewhere. And we try and reason with the Word. And we try and uh, people will take the Word out of context. And they'll try and mold it and shape it to fit their view. And they'll try and mold a Scripture here and a Scripture there. And they'll try and say, see, it says this here. Yeah, but if you read the verse before and after it, you know that this is what it means. And, you know, and it's, it's hard. We have to be careful. It's hard not to, to get in fiery debates about the Word of God, but that's, that's not what we're called to do. We're called to proclaim and live the Word of God. But that's exactly what I'm saying. We have got to live by every word of God. I still believe in the morals of God. I still believe in inward and outward holiness in my life. I still believe that what God calls sin is sin. Alright, I'm losing some of you. I still believe that what God says is right and wrong is right and wrong. I still believe that if God said this works and this doesn't, then this works and this doesn't. I still believe that we need to be people that live by every word of God. And Pastor talked about it this morning about how we've got to have that faith that stands through anything. And so in good times, when God says yes, and what I might call a bad time, when God says no, my faith still stands in the Word of God, and I know that His Word is true, and that His Word is faithful. And guess what? There's Word for when God says yes, and there's Word for when God says no. There's word for when God will lift me up and, and he'll put me, you know, he'll lift me up and, and, and promote me. And there's word for when God has to slap me around a little bit and correct me. There's word for it all. But I live by this word. I live by this heavenly bread. Give us this day our daily bread. This, I, I need this, this daily word in my life. But church, do we really live by the Word? Do we believe the Word of God? It was it just the way the Lord just kept confirming this morning. You know, Pastor was, was saying, you know, when I, when I pray, you know, I, I, don't, I don't put faith in faith. I put faith in God. I don't put faith in faith because that's putting pressure on me. I, I, have, I have faith in the Word of God, and period. How many still believe that when I come to the altar, when I lift my hand, when I'm at home and I have to hit my knees, that God hears me? That when I pray the Word, the Word comes to life. 
people don't believe the word because maybe they feel like I've got burned or I prayed before and I didn't get the answer I wanted. But I still live by every word of God. I want to I tell you that in my hardest times, in my most, the, the deepest, darkest hole that I've ever been in, I still had a thread of rope to hold on to that I could know I still believe the Word of God is true. I still believe God can restore me. I still believe, what, I still believe that it is written. When I'm sick, it is written. By His stripes, we are healed. Come on, somebody. When I'm sick, how many people say, before you pop Tylenol, how many people say it is written that by His stripes, we are healed? We shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Mm. When I'm broke, it is written, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord my provider. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Give and it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Mm. People don't tithe because they don't believe the Word of God. People don't give because they don't believe the Word of God. Why am I broke? Why am I in this financial situation? Feels like there's no hope. It's because you won't give. Give and it shall be given to you. I'm not trying to get you, I'm not trying to beat anybody up about money today. I'm telling you Bible. Give and it shall be given. That's why we say the statement of faith. Everything in the statement of faith, you, there's some people that read that statement of faith and don't put a dime in the offering plate. Well, that's on you. I'm reading the Word, but I'm not doing anything about it. I believe when I give, it shall be given to me, pressed down, shaken together, running over. The windows of heaven are going to open on my life, on my job, on my finances, on my business, on my home, on my family, because I've tried it, I've tasted and seen. When I give, it shall be given to me. When I mess up, it is written, it is written, rejoice not against me, O mine enemy, for when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sin, I have an advocate with the Father. And where sin did abound, grace does much more abound. I've got, I've got a word for when I fall flat on my face. It is written, though a good man fall, he shall not utterly be cast down. I wish somebody in this place believed it today. I wish I could get somebody to back me up in this place today that I believe the Word of God. When I'm afraid, it is written. I have not been given the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And the Lord said, fear not, for I am with you. Hey, when I'm lonely, I will not leave you comfortless. When I'm brokenhearted, it is written that he is near unto the brokenhearted. When my life is in ruins, it is written that God builds the waste places. 
I've got a word for everything that goes on in my life. I've got a word for every situation that goes on in my life. Hey, hey, in my distress, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. And therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. But verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Though I fall, I shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth me with his hand. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? My cup, my cup runneth over. He prepareth a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Therefore will I look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation and my God will hear me. You are the head and not the tail. It is written that you are above only and not beneath. It is written that you are more than a conqueror. It is written that you shall have power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. It is written that when you walk through the water, it won't overflow. And when you go through the fire, it won't burn you. Goliath can't beat you. A lion's den can't kill you. Prison doors can't hold you. Shipwreck can't keep you from the destination. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. You shall live and not die. No way that is formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise in judgment thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord it is written somebody needs to say it is written these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover in my name they shall cast out devils Somebody needs to holler. It is written. It is written. It is written. I'm going to live by every word. I'm asking for some participation right now. Could you stand to your feet and lift your hands and start proclaiming some word over your life? It's okay. You feel like, oh, I know, I know four, maybe five scriptures. Well, then you quote that scripture over your life and believe it's going to come to life. When the word of God enters the air, it enters existence. When the word of God is spoken, things start to change. It's not a magic spell. I don't have to have a wand. I don't have to read off a sacred page. I just can speak it out into existence. Somebody speak the word over your life right now. It is written, by his stripes, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. Come on, back problems. It is written. Come on, migraines, it is written. Uh, cancer, it is written. Thyroid problems, it is written. Pain in my body, it is written. I've been dealing with depression and oppression, it is written. I've had these chains wrapped around my mind, it is written. Oh, I've let a fence take root in my heart. It is written. I'll break up that stony heart. I'll give you a heart of flesh. Somebody needs to proclaim the word of God over your life right now.
said in one place, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. I want us all, I know I'm asking for participation today. But I wish, I wish somebody would lift your hands right now and say, Lord, help thou my unbelief. Lord, bridge the gap in that disconnect. Because if I have faith in you, I have faith in your word. If I believe in you, then I believe in your word. And church, we can't live off hype. We can't live just off of electric services. We can't live just off tingles and chills. We can't live off a, a just, just, just a fiery uh, sound coming out of the, 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 the preacher's voice. We can't live just off of uh, these, these little blessings here and there that God loads us with daily, but I live by every word of God. And somebody right now, you're in a situation and you say, I feel like I got nothing. I don't know what to do. I don't know what tool I need. I'm telling you, the Word of God is alive in your life today. And I speak the Word of God over you in Jesus' name. And that's what you need to do today.